from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Wake up your mind. Before we get into today's episode of the Monday Night War, I just want to extend my deepest condolences, thoughts, and prayers to the family of Jonathan Hubbard, a.k.a. Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper. The wrestling world mourns the death of the best big man in the business. The wrestling world mourns the death of one of the most underrated wrestlers of today. And the wrestling world mourns the death of an amazing father, an amazing family man, and an all-around wonderful, wonderful human being. Jonathan Hubbard, you will be missed. Your memories will live on forever. Thank you for all your contributions to the wrestling world. Thank you for all the memories. Thank you for all the amazing matches. Thank you for the entertainment. Rest in peace forever, the exalted one. It's cool to me to, and I hold on to so much stuff from my wrestling that, uh, I have the card from when I wrestled Undertaker. I have uh, posters. I have all the posters we've been on. I have all my figures. And I have them not for me, but someday I maybe want to hand them to my son and say, hey, here. And if he wants it or not, but I've been given the opportunity to give that to him. And uh, he's one of the biggest fans in the world. So <laughs> for him to be able to see what I've done and uh, the person that it's made me, uh, I, I can't, uh, I can't really describe it. It's, it's, I guess if I had a goal in life, it was to be as good a dad as my dad. And I think I'm on my way. <laughs> and, uh, I guess for me to be able to do that, super special <laughs> as much as you know you want to talk about like John Huber as a you know as a person Huber Boy 2 Brody Lee Luke Harper are all Jonathan Huber and I'm that because of those three personalities I guess and it's professional wrestling made me what I am it's uh it's very powerful 
Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Mike De Niro. This is the fight for Monday night. We're back from a one-week hiatus as everyone enjoyed the holidays, as did I. But we are back. This is the fight for Monday night. We will be diving deep into Monday Night Raw versus Monday Nitro. I want to thank all our fans for sticking with us and thank you for all the support. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. So let's get into a very stacked show here. We're starting out today, November 20th, 1995, Monday Night Raw. This was the show that had the aftermath and follow-up of the WWE, well, WWF Survivor Series 1995 show, which, like I said two weeks ago, it wasn't much of a show that I was impressed with, wasn't too dazzled by the show, but let's see if Raw can pick it up here because... One thing that I noticed is while WCW has a clear connection of events, live television, pay-per-view, there's a connection between all the stories that match there, it does seem like there is a bit of a disconnection between the WWF pay-per-views and the Monday Night Raw shows. It seems like the Raw shows are still infomercials for the pay-per-views and not actual wrestling centric shows but I'm hoping that the more that WCW puts on great wrestling on their shows that WWF at this time will start giving more exciting shows I know eventually they do and they kick WCW's ass but at the time they're not kicking no one's ass but their own so let's get into this episode of Raw November 20th 1995 we start out with Hakushi versus 123Kid this was a good match more more of a slower pace than expected for one two three kid, but he is playing the heel. Sid makes well, Sid helps one two three kid get the victory. One two three kid is now fully aligned with the million dollar man Ted DiBiase and Psycho Sid. He's a heel. For the first time since joining the WWF, he's a heel here. And it was interesting to see him play off this heel character, a character that we will see more of down the line. But yeah, I, I like this matchup. I, I was a fan of Hakushi at the time. I did expect a little bit more, but it was a good matchup nonetheless. Good action for WWF, which is saying a lot in this time period. But yeah, I give it a 2.5 out of 5. Pretty good matchup. We get a British Bulldog. Well, well, after the match, sorry. After the match, Sid, well, they're jumping Hakushi, Sid, and Kid. And Marty Jannetty comes out to make the save, and then he gets jumped by Kid and Sid. We get a Jim Cornette promo on British Bulldog. British Bulldog is in line for a title shot against Brett the Hitman Hart at In Your House. So we're on the fast track to that. Next match, we have Skip, a.k.a. No Gimmicks Needed, Chris Candido, which is funny because... He has a gimmick here. But I think the name No Gimmicks Needed actually came from the stupid gimmick that he had here in WWF. But anyway, we got No Gimmicks Needed, Chris Candido versus Savio Vega. I expected a really good matchup. Big fan of Savio Vega. We've seen the great matchup that he had with Goldust. So I expected this to be an even better matchup because I thought that, especially at this time, Chris Candido was the superior athlete when you compare Candido and Goldust, so I was expecting a good matchup, and I was excited because I thought that this would be two good matches in a row on a very wrestling-centric show, so I'm like, great, but 
This wasn't much of a matchup at all. They're doing some chain wrestling a couple minutes in, and then Diesel comes out. Diesel comes out. He comes into the ring. He attacks Chris Cadido. He grabs the microphone during the match. The match awkwardly just ends when Diesel starts cutting a promo. You see Savio and uh, Cadido just gingerly walk to the back. No explanation for why it's okay for a wrestler to come out during a match and start cutting a freaking promo. But anyway, Diesel said that he has no regrets for attacking Bret Hart at Survivor Series. He shoots on Vince McMahon by saying that he is no longer a corporate puppet that Vince tried to create. One day after winning the paper, winning the title, Vince had him in Titan Towers with a suit on, smiling and taking pictures for the magazine. He said that that wasn't Diesel. He woke up this morning, looked in the mirror, and he was the old Diesel. So he said that he loves who he is and is not sorry for what he's doing. This was a good promo. I did enjoy this promo because it had a sense of realism. At this time, we weren't really acknowledging Vince McMahon as the owner of WWF. Remember, they had Gorilla Monsoon as the president, and he was the figurehead. No one really referred to Vince McMahon as anything more but then just the commentator for WWF. So Diesel breaking that fourth wall here was pretty cool to see. I just didn't like that it came at the expense of what could have been a good wrestling match. Why couldn't this be a part of the show? The main event got a lot of time. You could have taken off a minute in that match and given that to Diesel just cutting a promo I don't know if we needed to punk out Savio Vega and Chris Candido for Diesel to get his point across that he's now a heel. Matchup-wise, dud. Promo-wise, three out of five stars. I liked it. Main event of the night here for November 20th, 1995, Monday Night Raw. We had Shawn Michaels and Owen Hart. Thank God they made up for that dud of a match between Candido and Savio Vega. Because Shawn Michaels and Owen Hart had a phenomenal, phenomenal matchup. Tore the roof off the place. Really balls-to-the-wall action here. Great chemistry between these two, by the way. This was the matchup, though, that did not have a finish. Because, if you remember, this was the matchup that, at the end, before we could get a finish, Shawn Michaels collapses due to a concussion at the end of the match. There's going to be a storyline going forward where Shawn Michaels has just been... He has a concussion. He's not in great shape. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This was very, very controversial for the time because this was the first time we've seen something like a concussion be brought to a storyline in professional wrestling in general. And for those who didn't know that this was a part of the storyline, I could see why this was a scary moment. But very interesting and a great match, but no finish. The matchup, I give it a three out of five Got to take points off for not having a finish. But this is a classic, classic moment here with Shawn Michaels collapsing in the middle of the ring. I enjoyed this matchup. I actually enjoyed this Raw. I give this Raw a 3 out of 5. Good opener. Great main event. Good promo. By Diesel. I, I Just like I said, I didn't like that it came at the expense of a wrestling match. I never liked that. I never liked that. I think the only time that actually worked... When someone comes out, cuts a promo during a match, and the match just ends. The only time I think that actually worked was when Scott Hall finally debuted in WCW. We'll be getting to that in a couple months. But when that happened, I think that's the only time it actually worked. But nonetheless, good episode of Raw. A much-needed good episode of Raw after a crappy pay-per-view and what has been a chore to sit through. But anyway, that's not the only show for the night. Like we... Do every week we talk about both Nitro and WWE Raw. So let's get into WCW Nitro, November 20th, 1995. We got the show starting out with Scott Norton versus The Shark. This was a pretty good matchup, a pretty good big man matchup. Scott Norton picks up the victory with a big body slam on The Shark. They continue fighting afterwards, but they're building Scott Norton as a beast. And to be honest, like, I don't like the gimmick of The Shark. I would much rather call him John Tenta. But, you know what? Nonetheless, good matchup. I give this matchup a 2 out of 5, but it was a decent sit-through, you know? World War 3 is this Sunday. So, that means next Monday, we will be exclusively dedicating the show to WCW's pay-per-view World War 3. So, make sure you tune in for that next Monday. World War 3 will be... The topic of the day on the fight for Monday night. We got an interview here with Mean Gene and the Taskmaster and Jimmy Hart. It's the same interview that they've been having for the last three, four weeks. Whatever. We get a great matchup here. A great, great matchup here. With Eddie Guerrero, he comes out. It is advertised as Eddie Guerrero versus Ric Flair. And I was excited for Eddie Guerrero versus Ric Flair, especially at this time. Ric Flair comes out with Brian Pillman. Ric Flair, that he gets on the mic and says that Eddie Guerrero's not his, not on his level, not worth his time. Instead, Brian Pillman is going to face Eddie Guerrero. These two had wonderful, wonderful chemistry. These two had a real barn burner of a matchup. I... I like that they brought back, because it seemed like they were doing nothing with the storyline, because if you remember, Brian Pillman attacked Eddie Guerrero a couple weeks back, 
It seemed like they were doing nothing with that. Great to see Brian Pillman versus Eddie Guerrero on this show. Eddie Guerrero actually picked up a huge victory over Brian Pillman. I think at this time I would consider this an upset, being that Brian Pillman is in a main event storyline with the Four Horsemen. He was in a match with Sting Anderson and Ric Flair at the pay-per-view, and here he's losing to Eddie Guerrero, so that I think is an upset. They continue to build the star of Eddie Guerrero. I love this matchup. I'm going to give this matchup a 4 out of 5 stars. This match, in my opinion, was the best matchup of the night between Raw and Nitro. After this, we get a recap of Macho Man's injuries. Then we get the match between Road Warrior Hawk and Big Bubba Rogers. Slow match, but very smash mouth. What you come to expect from a Road Warriors type matchup. These two are just smash mouth, balls to the wall. They're going to, you know, punch you in your face. They're not over here trying to do arm drags and flips. They're going to just knock you down and try to take you out. Road Warrior Hawk picks up the victory. I give it 2 out of 5. I enjoyed it because I'm a big Road Warriors mark. Pretty cool. After this, we get the main event. The dream matchup. The first ever matchup. One-on-one. Hulk Hogan versus Sting. Starcade 1997. This was not. Sting in red and yellow, which is ironic because that's Hulk Hogan's colors. He comes out with the red and yellow. Hulk Hogan, on the other hand, comes out dressed in all black. He's still this dark, dark character ever since feuding with the Dungeon of Doom. This this is also the look that Hogan will be going forward with in 96 as he is... Joining the NWO and goes black and white. But anyway, we get a precursor to that look for Hogan here. Hulk Hogan comes from behind Sting in the crowd. Looks like they're going to have a heel Hogan here. But Hogan turns Sting around. I don't know what the point of having him come behind Sting. Maybe just to plant the seed of doubt in fans' head that Hogan is going to go heel. Hulk Hogan and Sting have a pretty short stint of action before... The Dungeon of Doom comes out and attacks both Sting and Hogan. Hogan helps Hogan and Sting help each other. This is the first time you see the Dungeon of Doom actually attacking Sting. They fight them off. The Giant comes out. He takes out everybody. Macho Man comes out to save Sting. Sting and Hogan and Macho Man triple team the Giant, but even the three of them couldn't stop the Giant. The Giant takes everybody out, and that's how we go off the air. This was a tease to a dream match that I feel would have been a lot more effective if we got more of. I don't mind not having a finish to Sting and Hogan, especially for the first time on free TV. That's okay to me. But to have it only go about like two minutes before you had the big, you had the big uh, storyline and run-in by the Dungeon of Doom... I felt like that could have been done better. This was a dud. Unfortunately, this was my most anticipated matchup going into the week. Sting versus Hogan, and it was a dud. So, can't really give WCW much points there. This episode of WCW, I am going to give it 2 out of 5. Had one great matchup, but not much after that. WWE... Had more than just one good matchup. They had a great promo. 
they had a great main event with a hot angle. So, on the go-home show to World War III, WCW Nitro does not have a better show than WWF Raw, in my opinion. Like I said, this show is based off my opinion, not your opinion. But, anyway, so WWF Raw takes the victory for this week on the Fight for Monday Night, November 20th, 1995. Next week, we will be talking about World War III, and then going forward... For this show, I will be going back to having multiple Raws and multiple Nitros discussed on each episode just to speed things up a little bit because some of these episodes is a chore to sit through. I want to get to the good shit. You know what I mean? So anyway, I hope everyone had a great Christmas, great holidays. Hope everyone has a very, very happy new year. I hope everyone tunes in this Wednesday for the fight for Wednesday night, AEW versus NXT, New Year's Bash for AEW. I hope everyone tunes in on Friday for Brand Supremacy, Raw versus SmackDown. And going forward, we will be back to our regular same schedule. For the fans of making an impact, that has been a work in process. For some reason, the the Impact Plus app has been a real bitch to deal with for me. And I and ideally would love to bring back that show because I was getting good, you know, feedback on that show. And I would love to bring back making an impact. We just got to work out a few bugs, but hopefully in the foreseeable future that does come back. Make sure to tune into the Lords of Gotham podcast where me and my rap group, the Lords of Gotham, discuss hip hop, hip hop news, hip hop current events, our opinion on some stories. We have some live, uh, what's called, a live trivia debate. We have just great content over there. Follow on Instagram at lords underscore of underscore Gotham. Follow on Instagram at wrestling DeLorean pod. Make sure to tune in for everything there. Make sure if you want to hear my music, my rap music, then make sure to listen on Slapbox Music Group on YouTube. I hope everyone has a great week. Once again... Rest in peace, Jonathan Hubber, Brody Lee, forever the exalted one. This show is dedicated to you. Thank you very much for all the memories. I hope everyone has a great week. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.